With week one of the 2023 NFL preseason in the books, who were the standouts? Offensive, defensive, it doesn't matter. Who came to play in week one? We're going to tell you next on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. You are Locked On NFL Draft, your daily podcast covering the NFL Draft. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What's up, Locked On family? Let's get locked in. Welcome back to the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast, your daily podcast covering your favorite draft prospects, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I'm your boy, Damian Parson, always on the ones and twos. You can find and follow me on Twitter at DP underscore NFL. My national scout over with the Draft Network, as well as the host of the Locked On Clemson Tigers podcast. Guys, thank y'all for making Locked On NFL Draft your first listen today and every day, Monday through Friday. Thank y'all for being the family and our everydayers, man. We appreciate all the love and support. And to talk football with me, as usual, my guy, Keith Sanchez, Mr. LSU. You can find and follow him on Twitter at the talent code. Keith, talk to him, baby. What's up, Locked On family? This is Keith Sanchez, senior draft analyst with the Draft Network, man, in 2019 national champ with those LSU Tigers, man. So you know you're getting a whole lot of champ talk over here, man. But you know why we're here, right? Myself, Damian Parson, we are here to bring you that championship-level content surrounded the NFL Draft 24-7, 365, man. And we're into preseason, man. We're preseason. We had a full week one, DP. Last week we did our pickums, right? And I'm, I'm going to be honest, DP, I did pretty good on our pickums. Like, I, I, I hit a couple home runs out there, man. But now it's time to talk about the individual performances, right? Who came? Who balled out? So this today we have our episodes, right? We're going to talk about the standout players, right? Then we're bringing back a segment, a little blast from the past. We bring it back Dame dudes where I put Dame on the hot seat, man. Throw some names at them, rapid fire, and see if they make it in the club of Dame's dudes, man. And then we're going to finish this thing up with the game ball. So, DP, let's kick this thing off, man. I'm going to toss it right to you, man. Who was a standout player for you for week one of the preseason? Man, I, I got to go to Thursday night. New England Patriots defensive lineman, edge rusher, Keon White. You know yeah, that was a yeah. game's dude. I was one of the first one, first people really. <laughs> when I watched this tape, I went, man, listen, I'm talking about doing a deep dive. I went back to his tape at Old Dominion, you know what I mean, before he transferred to Georgia Tech, just to get a, get a feel for what this young man was at that level and then what he became at Georgia Tech. And you're talking about C.J. Stroud being under pressure all game. He was one of the main ones. Like, you know what I'm saying? Just being able to work the edges, playing the run. He did everything, Keith. Like, guys, I'm telling you, impact player. Uh, and for a guy that, you know, he's around 280, 290, talking about two gap and handling double teams in the run game at the point of attack, rushing the passer, winning inside track, being when they left them unblocked, being able to track and, and trace down um, CJ Stroud when he's on the move, man, like you just see just such so much untapped potential, and then he's got the perfect coach to get it out of him and Bill Belichick. So you're talking about an impact, uh, impact uh day one performance. Keon White, man, he 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 he's one of my standouts. Yeah, no, he definitely balled out, man. And it and it felt like the the commentators when you watch the game live, right? They talked about him probably every other play he was doing something. And you just when he got drafted to the New England Patriots, you say, Oh, I like that, right? And then to actually see it play out on the field, man. You're talking about him and Christian Baltimore, um, just you know, right next to each other, working that interior defensive line, and then also being able to kind of move positions, right? You can kick him down or you can leave him outside. 
as an edge rusher. So I agree with you. Keon White balled out with DP. If I had to go to somebody, man, it was somebody that we kind of crystal bowl, kind of bursting onto the scene. He had an okay in the Hall of Fame game. I'm going with New York Jets running back Israel Abandacana. He made some plays, right? He's he he showed a spin move, right? And because we talked about him being a straight line guy, but he showed it, you know, he had he, he pulled out the bag, right? The repertoire. He showed a spin move. He was able to put his foot in the ground, get a little bit lateral, right? So I'm saying this is that it, it's good to see it. And I'm giving him as a standout player because I continue to say this. I think he's going to be a guy that is going to earn more workload than what people believe he is, right? Like, just because he was drafted in the fifth, sixth round doesn't mean he was a talented player. You get with Aaron Rodgers, right? He's yet to play with Aaron Rodgers in a box that's not loaded, right? Uh, You know, you have five, six DBs on the field. So this is a guy I think is going to rip off runs. I think his longest run DP was somewhere between, I think, 20 and 30 yards, right? Like a a quick little gas play. The same thing you've seen from – him at Pittsburgh, right? Like he just kind of hurt your defense by, you know, ripping off those those big gains and, and just being consistent and doing that. But DP, you have somebody else that you, you want to uh, give a shout out to? Oh, of course, of course. As a matter of fact, Izzy was actually on my list. But Keith, I, I got to go. <laughs> Keechaw Clark, man, your boy, cornerback. My guy. That's one of your guys, man. And you put you you put me on to, to, to Keechaw. And, you know, just watching him, man, this kid's a baller, bro. He was targeted thing yeah, three times. We gave him one catch. He had a he had a crazy kind of diving. You, you, mm-hmm. you talk about it's it's not it's not enough to just be good in coverage, but you, you like or just to be a good player. You gotta want certain things, man. And this young man wants it, and, he, he and you see that to. when he's on the field. Yep, he has that want to, man. I, I was so excited, DP, because, you know, as talent evaluators, and I'm, you know, we speaking to the Locked On family, so I know a lot of y'all, you know, you go through the process of the draft and you find players and you're like, man, I really like this guy. And then you see him fall, right? And he falls to the fifth, sixth, seventh round. And then you're like, what's going on? But then you see him start to perform. He's like, told y'all so. <laughs> and that's kind of <laughs> how, how I felt, man. I'm, I'm just, I'm really excited to see what he does with DP. You mentioned a defensive back from the NFC West. I'm going to stay in that same exact division. I'm going to the NFC West, and I am going with Kobe Bryant, man. Kobe Bryant, because I didn't know this, right? I did not know that they were moving him to the safety position, right? So when the Seahawks played the Vikings, right, you're watching this guy play safety, because we talked about this, right? Because we talked about they had, obviously, Tariq Willen, who is not giving up a position, right? Then they drafted Devin Witherspoon, right, to go on the other side. You know, he's like, okay, so maybe they're going to kick him in, or what are they going to do with Kobe Bryant? And they said, you know what, we'll put him at safety. And I'll say this, man, he looked like a Cam Chancellor light. And when I say light, I mean because he's not as heavy as Cam Chancellor either. But he was bringing, like they say, man, he was bringing the wood, man. He he was coming down. He was filling gaps. He was all over the place on making plays on the football. He was their, their enforcer, right? And and it, I think this is what it does, DP. It opens up that conversation of how the Seattle Seahawks are going to play defense, right? Because now with Kobe Bryant, and then with, they still have Jamal Adams, and then you still have, I believe, with Quandre Diggs is still there too, right? Diggs, so, yeah. Yeah, so they now they have a you know three safeties back there with you know two young corners and Devin Witherspoon and um and Tariq Willis. So I I that he definitely was a standout player for me because just like how you mentioned Keon White, right? Well, like every other play it was Keon White's name. I felt like that about Kobe Bryant. It was every other play, it was something that Kobe Bryant was doing. No, and, and even to add on to that point before I throw drop one last name, Keith, it's just crazy. You have that, and now you can really allow Jamal Adams. To be your X factor, to be your movement yeah. guy, your yeah. your chess yeah. piece. He's gonna Almost wind up everywhere in that right? defense. 
almost play linebacker, linebacker edge rusher, linebacker. Yeah, and and then what they brought back Bobby Wagner also. So you yes. know, like him playing linebacker. So this thing is, I think the Seattle Seahawks defense is, is going to you know really fill out. And I wouldn't be surprised if the Seahawks are better than even what people think. I think right now they you know they, it's like a another nine one team. If Geno Smith can hold it together, the Seahawks may go for double digits. Don't book me. Man, that. That's, that's... That, but potential <laughs> is there. Now, well, we we got we still got a couple weeks before we start previewing. But I want to I want to drop DTR named Dorian Thompson Robinson one more time. Have to. He has been Bro. preseason MVP, not just standout player. He has been MVP. Seventeen of, of twenty one, eighty one percent completion, one hundred eighty four yards, two more touchdowns through the air. Man, I I, I got to say it, Keith. Steph, Kevin Stefanski, your QB two is DTR. It's not. It's not. Uh, no. Was it Dobbs? I think Josh Dobbs. I think it's his Dobbs name. Dobbs or Kellen Mond. Yeah, yeah. Like Kellen Mond, whoever, like whoever it is. Like, yeah, no, it, it's it's him, man. It, it's that. That's your. That's your. That's your QB. Uh, that's your QB two, man. It, it's it's DTR. The the confidence he's throwing the ball with the arm talent, just a poise in the pocket. He's doing it all, man. So listen, you got. You, what he's played in the Hall of Fame game. He played this week. He shined at both. He got a game next week. I'm just saying. I'm just saying, man. Like he he just yeah. looked so confident, man. Like you're watching him the same. Like he, you're watching him and you're just looking at simple stuff, right? Slant flat combination. You know what I'm saying? Being able to read, be able to read it. You know what I'm saying? Linebacker came up, boom, throw the football. Like he he looks confident and he looks like a grown man. And that's why you know when I talk about the quarterback position, right? I always talk about their mental. You know what I'm saying? And like their presence and if they're 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 nervous and just how they approach certain things man and i'm gonna definitely get into deep dives of this on, on the watch the film discord that i'm you know starting up so make sure y'all tap into that but we definitely gonna you know just with 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 uh with dtr man he's just he's balling out and we talked about it we like man this could be a really good situation and he's definitely taking off the dp talking about taking off man we about to take this podcast off because we about to jump into dames dudes i told you Blast from the past. We are bringing it back, man. We're bringing it back. I get to put DP on a hot spot, man, about a couple guys that performed in week one to see if they made it into Dame's Dude's Club or not. So coming up next, man, we get into the segment. Dame's Dude, make sure y'all stay tuned. Our partners at eBay Motors have teamed up with Locked On Fantasy Football host Vinny Iyer to bring you some of the best fantasy picks each week, all season long, whether you're prepping for a draft or scouting the waiver wire every week, we're going to provide you players. They are guaranteed to fit on your roster. So with draft prep underway for the up and coming season, let's see who Vinny has picked out for us on this week's eBay's guaranteed fit fantasy picks of the week. If you're looking for a safe quarterback to take as a starter late after you wait at the position, then you can ride with Seahawks Geno Smith who was the biggest surprise fantasy QB in 2022. Smith took advantage of a great system under Shane Waldron and was a perfect fit with uh, top wideouts like DK Metcalf and Tyler Lockett. Smith is back with Waldron and now has rookie Dynamo Jackson Smith and Jigba too, and he's now established as a solid Option Vinny Iyer from Locked On Fantasy Football is going to help you win your fantasy championship. And eBay Motors knows the championship team is about each player being the perfect fit. Same with your vehicle with eBay guaranteed fit over 122 million parts and accessories for your vehicle right at your fingertips. You can make sure your ride stays running smoothly. Air filters, brakes, batteries, shocks, struts, tail lights, alternators you name it. 
eBay Motors has it, and they'll make sure it's the right fit for your car because eBay Guaranteed Fit helps you understand exactly what parts you need for your vehicle the very first time. So go forth, switch the gears, crank up the AC, and say goodbye to sweating if your ride needs a little fixing up because now you know you'll always be set up for success from the get-go. With eBay Guaranteed Fit, everything your vehicle is calling for is just a click away. For the right parts and accessories that fit your car, uh, fit your vehicle, just look for the green check. Get the right parts, the right fit, and the right prices at ebaymotors.com. Let's ride. Dames, dudes, Keith, we we brought it back, and we're going to bring this thing back every single week. And I'm going to have the chance to say whether or not some whoever performed that you have listed, whether or not they made the club. I'm going to give them the stamp, or they're just going to have to, you know, get out of line. So it's just we, yeah. we're going to go through that right now. We're going to start this thing off, start with the very top, man. I, I don't have I'm, – I'm about to pull up the stats, DP. But I want to ask you, we're going to start with Bryce Young. Week one, he he, he 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 they played, right? They played football. It was week one. I want to know, how do you feel about Bryce Young? Is he a dames dude? Are you in on him? Are you still attached to it? Or how you feeling? Should Panthers fans be nervous, DP? Bryce Young is still a he, – he's a dames dude, right? Now, his performance, he was like four of like six, 24 yards or something like that. He wasn't overly impressive. Um but there were some things that he couldn't control, like pressure right. from from the off from the defensive line from the Jets yeah. and everything <laughs> like that. So yes, I, I think for Bry- Bryce's performance wise, I don't think that the Panther fans should be concerned. Right now, the variables he can't control. Okay, yeah, yeah, you could be a little bit concerned. That's more so the the interior offensive line and how can they keep it together to keep him upright and keep him comfortable. That's where the concern should come in at just right now. But, you know, he got the ball out quick. He distributed. He looked like Bryce for the most part when he had some time. Hey, I, I don't mind that. I don't mind that. Okay, this one, I'm about to throw a curveball at you, DP. Dames okay. dudes, man. We'll see if, you, if you're being aggressive. I'm going with New York Jets quarterback Zach Wilson, the gunslinger, baby. Mr. Efficiency himself, man. He played well in his past preseason game. I'm trying to see, DP, how, how do you feel about him? Did, did he, is he – Creeping up to being a dame dude to where you're like, you know what, I'm, I'm I'm in on it in this situation, or you're still like, you know what, I'm hesitant, I'm not buying in on this right now. I'm not Cause... buying it right now. Uh, I, I need some time. <laughs> I need, I, I need, <laughs> I need a little bit more. I need a little bit more. He did look good. He he bounced back. Listen, you know, I mean, 14... he, he was solid in the Hall of Fame game. You know, yeah, and and then this past week against the Panthers, right? He so so he went 14 of 20. 70% completion rate, 123 yards, right, and one touchdown. Passer rating of 102.7. So I, I, that's why I wanted to ask you, right, like, are, are you in on it now? Because we know we always talk about with quarterbacks, right, that situations matter. Maybe this situation is just a hell of a lot better than situations he's been in in the past. And I know you've mentioned him on a past podcast, right, just about, hey, maybe this guy can kind of get things turned around and you were intrigued and yeah. watch them. So that's why I had to kind of pull it out and say, hey, is this guy a dang he, dude? But he's he, he's he's creeping. You know, he's getting better. And I think that was against the starting defense for the Carolina Panthers, which is a good defense, mm-hmm. by the way. A lot of ballers on that side of the ball. But he was able to do his thing. Lucky for him, he had that two he had that joint practice when we threw like two interceptions. He already kind of knew what to expect from him, and he was able to to to, to kind of light them up a little bit. So he's he's creeping, but he ain't, he ain't in the club yet. He ain't getting that stamp. <laughs> I ain't getting the stamp. Yet. 
All right, cool. Let's keep this there going, man. We're going to H-Town, man. We're going to H-Town. We're going with wide receiver from Houston, Tank Dell, man. In his preseason debut, right, he had five receptions, 65 yards. He had the acrobatic touchdown, right? So I want to ask you, is he a Dames dude or not? Are you liking what you see? Man, stamp it. That's Tank, baby. Yeah, Tank is in the club. And the crazy thing about it, he had was 60, 60 plus yards. He could have probably had 100 because there was a couple throws that were underthrown, overthrown, where he won. Like, he actually won his won his routes and won his rep, man. So you saw the route running. You saw the speed, the tempo, everything that we told you guys pre-draft that this young man can do, he did versus – Jack Jones was a starter last year for the New England Patriots, and he was a good one at that when he was on the field. This young man was out here giving him some work, right? So yeah, at the end was. of the day, guys, like Tank Dell can ball, you know what I mean? Stop, you know, stop the the the, the body shaming because he's not the 6'2", 220. I don't care, man. Don't body shame my guy Tank Dell no more. He a baller, this- man. So, yeah, he, he gets that stamp, baby. <laughs> DP, I don't think I've ever heard that, man. Stop the body shaming with the small guy. But I'm with it, man. I'm with it. And I, I agree with you, DP. And it was, that was another performance that was, that you know, you was kind of happy to see, right? Just watching Tank Dell, um, watching him ball out, watching him do what he does, um, just, you know, get open, be explosive. And like you said, that combination with him, John Mechie, you know, and just how they're going to figure that thing out. So I, I think it's going to be really fun, man. You know, you add in Robert Woods. We talked about this Houston uh, wide receiver wide receiver call before dp i have one other guy man i have one other guy from the minnesota vikings running back ty chandler where are you with ty chandler is he a dame dude or not this is another guy that while the yardage wasn't there if you watch the runs right you seen i seen something in him right and i'm like okay this is kind of the stuff i seen at north carolina so for all of those fantasy people out there people that care about the running backs right where you know if you minnesota vikings fan because right now everything is saying alexander madison is going to be the starter right but i almost want to say not so fast <laughs> dp is ty chandler a dames dude or not yeah keith ty Chandler's a dames dude he was, he was one of my guys coming out of north carolina and i really liked his game you know he can catch the ball in the backfield but what you saw you know what you saw and what i saw as well when he ran the ball oh he finished runs he was running hard out there, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Versus that uh, that uh, Seattle Seahawks defense. You're talking about falling forward, leaning and leading with the shoulder, trying to get extra yards after the after the contact and everything, man. And, and like you said, Alexander Madison, yeah, he's RB one right now. But I, I for my fantasy people, if you can, you talk about you needing the back in the later rounds. I think Ty Chandler's one of them handcuff situations where you go ahead and snatch him up. If you do, even if you draft Alexander Madison, I would I would handcuff him. By getting Ty Chandler, because I think that he's going to yeah. start to eat into those touches, into that snap share, because of the fact that he can catch the ball in the backfield from all, you know, out of the backfield. They lined him up in North Carolina in the slot, different things like that. He's fast, and he he showed that he's willing to accept the physicality and and, and the aggression of the NFL of running the ball. Oh, I like what I saw from him. He gets that stamp. He can come into the club anytime. <laughs> DP, look, I said, I said that was the last one. I had one more. I have an honorary, right. an honorary guy I have to bring right, okay. up to see where 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 we at with him. And I'm gonna read off the stats first, man. I'm gonna say he has seven completions on 12 attempts, 58 percent completion percentage, 67 yards, one interception, no touchdowns. We are talking about the number four overall pick, Anthony Richardson. DP, talk to the people, man. Where are you with this, man? Where are you with Anthony Richardson, the performance? Is he still a dames dude? Are you still all in on him? Where are you? The people want to know. They have to know. They need to know. 
And man, A Rich is in VIP. Like, you know what I'm saying? A Rich in VIP, dog. Like, A Rich get whatever bottles he asks for. He ain't even got to be got to put no card on the table. Nothing. It's all it's all on the house for A Rich. Nah, nah, seriously though, like A Rich, and, and I went through the film and I have a film breakdown uh coming up later today on uh this my YouTube channel, the scouting room. And I lie to you not, Keith. I was impressed. Like the interception, like that was the first thing I, I watched and there's so much, so much context missing from that interception. Like it's so much that went wrong on that play. So boom, got that out the way. Right. It's like, all right, cool. I got my, you know, just like shooting at the gym. I got my brick out the way. Now I'm trying to hit, I'm trying to, I'm trying to splash everything else. And you saw that bad play. And then you just saw him be able to dissect the defense quickly, identify coverages, find his outlets and his receivers, the arm talent. And, and, and six, he was 67 yards. He should have had, another 40 plus a touchdown on top of that. But Alec Pierce couldn't keep control of the ball through the ground. Whoa, 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 whoa. And it's we like, have, that we was a down. Alec Pierce lander. We and that's my dude. I, I like Alec Pierce. <laughs> <laughs> I like Alec Pierce. But that was an absolute dime on a corner route. You talk about easy, just flick of the wrist. Just, man, it was a beautiful throw. And like I said, I mean, just, I mean, shout out to, I think it was Kenny Moore in coverage, you know, putting, getting his body weight uh, to kind of try and jar the ball loose. But yeah, a rich man, I know people are like, oh man, that interception. Forget that. Keep watching the film and you'll see the impressive things that you want to see from a guy that we all say needed his reps. Gardner Minshew, you cool, brother. But QB1 is A Rich. <laughs> and there we have it, people. Everybody cannot make it into the club, man. Everybody cannot make it to be one of Dame's dudes, man. I am glad we brought that segment back, man. We'll definitely be back with it next week after uh, week two of preseason, right? And then we'll have a bunch of starters playing, so we'll be able to apply some more pressure, right, to the starters and who's in the club, who's not in the club with DP. Let's keep this thing moving, right, man? We said we had three segments, and we on segment three, and that is the game ball, right? We are handing out the game ball to the best performer of uh, guys that we feel like put on the best performance right when we're talking about week one of the preseason so coming up next man we're getting into our game ball segment make sure to stay tuned it's time to hand out the game balls keith talking about the people or group right if it's a cornerback group old line some receiver don't matter who is getting keith saying coach k's game ball in week one of the preseason is is this is the combination this is the combination this is the combination of Eric B. Enemy and Sam Howell, round of applause, right? Round of applause. You bring them out there. You know, everybody's talking about, hey, like, and, and, and this is very early, right? But it was the conversation about Ron Rivera. He, you know, he's coaching them too hard. Not that Ron Rivera said that, but it was media stuff, and Ron Rivera had to address it. Eric, Eric B. Enemy had to address it. And right before, you know, it seemed like it was going to be a wildfire because, you know, if Sam Howell performed bad, right? That conversation was going to continue. Then it was going to continue the conversation of if Eric Bieniemy is even fit to be a head coach. Then the conversation was going to be continued. Can he do anything? Not you know, not under Ed Reed, but just I want to give him my game ball because that was it was it wasn't high level pressure, right? But there was some pressure there, and they both had to perform well. And Sam Howard did his thing, man. He went nine or twelve for. On 75, 75% completion rate, he had 77 yards, I believe, and then he had one touchdown. So, he, man, just a very efficient – I watched it, like that throw to uh, the throw to Jahan Dotson. Shout out to Jahan Dotson because that was a good throw 
it was a great catch, right? Like he he great really catch, did yeah. his thing, man. And I, I just wanted to give the that combination, like I said, of Eric Bieniemy and Sam Howell because they both showed up. Sam Howell, you're the starting quarterback. You know, you're starting preseason. Like all the pressure is on you. Like you're the guy that has to deliver because we know we talked about this, right? And talking about the NFL draft because it's the NFL draft podcast. Caleb Williams is from that area, right? So you know that steam is going to continue to pick up. So you're fighting off a lot of different things, man. So I definitely want to give my game ball to Eric Bieniemy, Sam Howell, week one, y'all did y'all thing. Now, I, I like that, Keith, and I like just how you set that up because a lot of people don't think about that, that all the noise that happened because he's a tough – and it's crazy about it, when that right after that happened, I think NFL Films dropped a, a little clip from when he was, the I think, the running backs coach in Minnesota when AP was first there. I'm talking about mm-hmm. uh, low fade AP, not ball AP, low fade so that's AP. A while ago. <laughs> that was a long time. <laughs> and, you know, they got into it because AP, it was, you know, admitting that, yeah, he, he got the he got the assignment wrong. And he was like, what did they call him? Like, Airbnb was on his head top, like just going at him. And AP was getting frustrated, like, man, whatever. But they end up, you know, he talked and they and AP talked about it, like, yeah, yeah, we went at it and then we went on and moved. We moved on. So it was like, mm-hmm. okay, like you said, if Sam Howell didn't play well, if the offense didn't respond, they're like, oh, here we go. That's why he can't be a head coach and all this other stuff like that. But to see them come out and play well offensively, Keith, I, I, I like that name. I like that combination that you dropped there, bro. I like that combination for real. Appreciate that. Let so, me talk to me. Who 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 is your game ball? Let, let who who made DP's game ball? It's a group. Keith, this okay. is a, it's a group, and I ain't talking no boy bands either. This is the New York Jets defensive line, Keith. Yes, sir. <laughs> Listen, I'm glad you called them out. 19 pressures, four uh six sacks, four QB hits, I think nine hurries. Will McDonald, Jeremiah Johnson, Bryce Huff. Those were the top three dudes that they could not figure out how to block for Carolina. Like those three guys. Work. Like Will McDonald, man. I know we, we we criticize how early he picked. I think this might be this might be one of them ones, Keith. Like this yeah, might if, be one if, of those if, type of picks. If I, I'm 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 leaning to you know, like I said, I was critical of the pick too, right? That early, and I'm leaning towards if they leave him as that designated pass rusher guy, and he can just use his athleticism. There's a lot there, but DP, you mentioned one name, and I want to highlight that one because that was my guy last year, right? Well, you know, 2022 draft, Jermaine Johnson, right? And, and yeah, on that yeah. segment, he showed everything. He showed explosiveness. He showed physicality. He collapsed the pocket. He was fluid. I'm like, this is every, like, you know, it's just one of those like, check the box, check the box, check the box, check the box. And I'm just hoping that he puts it, consistently puts it all together. But DP, I'm glad you shot out the entire group because they have about seven, eight guys that's ready to roll, man. Like they, they, they might be the D-line, deepest pass rush group in the league, Keith. Yeah, they're they're they're, they're seven, eight of them because they have the young guys, and it's a beautiful combination, right? To where you have your veterans, but then you also have your young guys also, so they can just consistently, you know, kind of just funnel those guys in and out. So that that's what I'm really excited about. Um, but DP, I, if I could not, I'm not trying to cut you off, but I had to give another game ball out, just one, and I okay. just thought about this. This wasn't in a pre-show thing, but. Mr. 5'6", 150 pounds, man. Deuce Vaughn, man. And I know this, I know DP, I know this This is close to your heart, man. You know, you say short short king, baby. Right, smaller running backs, you know what I'm saying? They get the job done. This, like, I don't know what the Dallas Cowboys are going to do. 
I don't even know if they feel comfortable with this, right? But the Tony Pollard, and you always wonder who is going to be the, the second running back. Deuce Vaughn is saying, hey, I'm here to stay, man. And if, if, if y'all haven't had opportunity, um, you know, we've talked to Deuce Vaughn, you know, via the draft network. We interviewed him, had conversations with him. Man, high-level, high-caliber, high-character, everything checks every box, man, from a mental perspective also. So the, the, I, I had to give him a game ball, man, to step up do your thing, your first preseason game. And he really showed up and showed out and just want to see like from a guy that I thought was destined to be a practice squad guy. Cause he's just too small with that yeah. type of performance. You may be seeing a 53. No, I, I think you, it's a strong chance of that Keith. I think the main thing, I think he can help him out on special teams as a returner. Right. And, and the funny thing about it, Keith, we always say, we always invoke this name for smaller, shifty, quick running backs, Darren Sproles. I think mm-hmm. if anybody has a chance of actually living up to that type of threshold and being the next, you know, type of Darren Sproles, Muggsy Bowles-esque, small, explosive player in a, in a big man's league, I think that could be Deuce Vaughn, man. I I, I really enjoyed what he – he looked like he was back at K-State. It didn't yeah, look he like did. he was a professional – like, you know what I mean? Like, he just looked like he was out there balling. <laughs> no, he definitely did, man. I, and I was, I was definitely excited, definitely happy for him, his family. You know, his story is definitely, you know, out there with his father being a, a NFL scout for the Dallas Cowboys. So, man, it's just a, just a cool situation all the way around. But DP, that wraps up this episode, man. The preview of Week One of the preseason, man. We had fun, man. We talked about our standout players. We brought back the segment of Dames, dude. You know, that's one of my favorite segments to do to put you on the hot seat, see which way we go, and then we handed out our game ball. Like we said, man, we in the preseason, but me and DP, we're getting this thing started, man. We're starting to turn this thing over, getting to regular season mode. We have a couple weeks left before we tap into that NFL regular season college football, right? So we'll be able to talk NFL draft stuff. It's, it's less than a month away. I think we are uh, three weeks, maybe less than 21 days away from the kickoff of college football. Football, man so you thank y'all shout out to your every hour every day is man make sure y'all stay tapped in with us because we are just getting this thing started oh yeah just getting it started guys listen go subscribe and follow for free on youtube wherever you listen to podcasts you get your latest episode as soon as it is available thank y'all for making locked on nfl draft your first listen today and every day monday through friday uh we appreciate all the love like you said thank you for being the everydayers uh listen in terms of twitter you can find to follow me damian parson and dp underscore nfl Keith Sanchez at the Talent Code. Talk to us because we do talk back. Come and join the conversation again tomorrow on the Locked On Podcast Network, your team.